Hello, hello. Welcome to the Sober Bartender Podcast, the show where we recover from life. I'm your host, Brandy Kelly. Today, today's been a pretty good day. I just want to pat myself on the back for canceling the gym. And that sounds opposite. (laughs) That sounds like the opposite of what we want to commend ourselves for. But in budgeting and in um, the finance department, it really made sense. I joined the gym a few months ago with these big plans of all these, you know, workouts that I was going to do. I have a background in in fitness and I do find the gym to be one of my happy places. But I also find myself extremely busy and tired from working a physical job. So while I have the intention of using this membership, it wasn't getting used. So it was a monthly expense that was completely unnecessary. So at the gentle prodding of my husband, I really had to analyze. And so I I was productive and also very restful today. So I got up and I just did all the things. You know, I got dog food before it was out. High five myself for that because it, there's nothing more annoying than waking up in the morning and going to feed the dogs and realizing that I have to drive across town to grab dog food. Um, but those are things that I still let happen every so often. And this time I saved myself that trouble. I planned a loop. I got the dog food. I went to the gym. I canceled the membership and I felt really good about it. <laughs> you know, the guy was. The guy was like, why are you canceling? I said, because as you can see, I do not use this membership and no questions were asked. And then I fixed something on my phone, like my phone has been messed up for a little bit. And then I went and I got, I got a couple of weights for the price of what I pay for my monthly gym membership and happily brought them home. And I feel like that's more realistic. I feel like having the things here and giving myself the ability to do the things in the moment is much more feasible for my life right now than getting dressed, getting in the car, driving to the gym. You know, my my energy kind of comes and goes. Because like I said, I just, I work a very physical job. I'm on my feet for anywhere from eight to 14 hours a day. And the last thing that I want to go and do is fill my cup by pouring physical energy out in a gym setting. So anyway, I just wanted to share that little win because I'm proud of myself. Um, today I actually want to talk. I want to talk about equanimity. I learned. I mean, I've heard the word, but I came in contact with it in a meeting last night. And as with pretty much every meeting I go to, it just, it was exactly what I needed to hear and I needed to investigate further upon. So 
many of you may know what equanimity is, but I kind of had to dig into what that means to me. So the dictionary definition means mental calmness, composure, and evenness of temper, especially in difficult situations. So whether you're in recovery or not, whether you have struggled with sobriety or not, we all find ourselves in difficult situations. Absolutely. But I do feel that as time goes on, this is something that I am able to practice. And it is not, it's something that I can nurture. And in the Recovery Dharma book, it says that it is the result of generosity, loving kindness, and forgiveness. And that makes sense, is not having such a harsh idea of what something should be what I should be or what others should be or what a situation outside of my control should be, then I get to practice just being in the moment and then things get to just be what they are. It says it is giving giving in to what is, not giving up. So it's an attitude of radical acceptance, not indifference. So I'm going to read just a little bit of what I read last night because this is what got my wheels turning. It says generosity, compassion, loving kindness, and forgiveness allow us to experience equanimity as we face pain and discomfort both in ourselves and others. Equanimity is the fourth of the heart practices. During our addictions, we often responded to situations that caused us anger, fear, or resentment with a craving that the situations be different. That sounds familiar to me. We gave up and surrendered to the negative experience of life. Equanimity does not mean giving up. It is more a quality of giving in. It is finding peace exactly where we are, regardless of external circumstances. Equanimity allows us to be right in the middle of things, to understand and accept things as they are without needing to escape. Something I talk about often, the constant desire to change the way I think and feel. Equanimity is the opposite of that. When uh, when we gave up, we said, I don't care what happens. Equanimity, on the other hand, is being able to say, I can be present for this. It's the acceptance that while there are some things we cannot change, we still have the power over how we respond to them. While we don't always have control over our thoughts and feelings, we do have power over how we feed them. Like I read this last night and my little mind and heart and spirit were just like, like all these little, all these little ahas were going off because in my early recovery in 12 step recovery, I read acceptance is the answer on page 417 of the big book. And that, that saved me in so many situations. That was my go-to. And here it is coming up again of. Basically, what I hear from it is, it is what it is. And I have always hated that statement because it just feels so uncaring. 
and cold, but equanimity is saying it is what it is and that's okay. So that's radical. That's an attitude of radical acceptance. That's not having an attachment to an outcome. And easier said than done, but once again, the result of of generosity, loving kindness, forgiveness, compassion, when you practice those things, then you're able to deepen that practice of equanimity. So I don't want to sit here and read to you all day, but if you haven't figured out already, I love my books and I love my excerpts. So I am going to just flip to 417 in the big book because this was a lifesaver for me. I read it every day. And if something came up that was difficult, challenging, that I wanted to be different, um, I would read this and then I would just sit with that. I would sit with not what the problem is, but what my problem is with the problem. And it was my attachment to it being, I had an attachment to how I wanted it to be. And so this says, an acceptance is the answer to all my problems today. When I am disturbed, it is because I find some person, place, thing, or situation, some fact of my life unacceptable to me. And I can find, and I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place, thing, or situation as being exactly the way it is supposed to be at this moment. Nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake. Until I could accept my alcoholism, I could not stay sober. Unless I accept life completely on life's terms, I cannot be happy. And in this, I feel like you can insert your family member's alcoholism. You can insert um, your traffic. You can insert your boss, your kid's temper tantrum, whatever it is. I need to concentrate not so much on what needs to be changed in the world, on what needs to be changed in me and in my attitudes. Shakespeare said, all the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. He forgot to mention I was the chief critic. I was always able to see the flaw in every person, every situation, and I was always glad to point it out because I knew you wanted perfection just as I did. AA and acceptance have taught me that there's a bit of good in the worst of us and a bit of bad in the best of us, that we are all children of God and we each have a right to be here. When I complain about me or you, I am complaining about God's handiwork. I am saying I know better than God. Just a little bit more on 420. Perhaps the best thing of all is for me to remember that my serenity is inversely proportional to my expectations. The higher my expectations of Max, who's the wife of the person writing this, and other people, the higher my expectations of them are, the lower my serenity. I can watch my serenity serenity level rise when I discard my expectations, but then my rights try to move in, and they too can force my serenity level down. I have to discard my rights as well as my expectations by asking myself, how important is it really? 
How important is it compared to my serenity, my emotional sobriety? And when I place more value on my serenity and sobriety than on anything else, I can maintain them at a higher level, at least for the time being. I must keep my magic magnifying mind on my acceptance and off my expectations, for my serenity is directly proportional to my level of acceptance. When I remember this, I can see I've never had it so good. It makes me feel better being reminded that no matter what book you're reading, no matter how you're looking at this, they all translate to to the situations that we face every day. Whatever recovery modality, whatever channel you're on, the answers are still the same. The world's going to get tough. People are going to say things that you don't want to hear. Things are going to happen that are outside of your control. And the trick is to be okay no matter what. So I don't do this perfectly. I don't, it's not always pretty, but I love, I love the practice of it. I love the reminder of it. It's something I do often and a friend brought it up last night and she said that that's what she uh, that's a tool that she used is the, like zooming out meditation to where, you know, you sit in your body and then you zoom out from the situation and then you zoom farther out and you zoom farther out. And each time you zoom out, you and your problems get smaller and smaller on this big grand scheme, this big stage that our life adventure is unfolding on. You know, when you stop taking yourself so seriously, there is a time to be serious. But when you take yourself too seriously, then you become too rigid. You become too critical. You forget that it's all a dance. Like we're all just learning and growing. And like Ramdas says, we're all just watch, walking each other home. If you don't like the way you're walking, try skipping, try jogging, try jogging backwards. That makes sense in my brain. I don't know if it does to yours, but you, you get to decide, you know, is this a stroll? Is it a sprint? Like, what do you want your walk to look like? This life has everything that you want and everything that you need. It's all here for us. And if you're here and you're listening to this, then chances are pretty good that you that you may want a piece of it, of what's what's here for the taking. The thing that, that comes up so often, I mean, on a daily basis in just interacting with other humans is perspective. Uh, my perspective has been clouded lately. It's been kind of gloomy. It's been it's been hard. But I can actively choose love. I can choose to th- see things through the eyes of love. And what does this have to re- to do with recovery? Everything. It has everything to do with recovery. Because if I feel justified in my doom and gloom, if I feel justified in negativity, if I can rationalize why it doesn't make sense for me, 
to choose love and to live in fear or to live in anger or resentment. I mean, that's, that's the experience that I'm going to receive. And that's what I'm telling the universe. That's what I'm telling God I want more of. And that's not the case. Choosing to see life through the eyes of love. And I've been called toxic, toxically positive. And I really like question myself on that. Like, am I, am I too positive? And I don't, I don't believe so because I don't, it's not rose colored glasses. Silver linings, maybe, but not rose-colored glasses. Everything doesn't have to be shiny and bright, but things can be what they are, and I can be okay with that. So I think that that was practicing that equanimity before I was even aware that that's what I was doing. I was just accepting every situation as it is and then choosing to go forward regardless of what is going on outside of me. That's little glimmers of of peace and of serenity and the how like the way I want to live my life. Those are the practices that I definitely want to practice. And I'm happy that the light shined back on the acceptance because that is something that like I said, I absolutely needed to hear at this point in my life with the situations that that are going on that are out of my control that I would absolutely like to be different I can just accept them and be okay that they're there and that doesn't mean that I'm choosing them and that doesn't mean I'm painting them in a positive light but it means that it is what it is and that that's okay. I'm giving into it. I'm not fighting against reality. Byron Katie, you only, she says you only suffer when you fight against reality. You only, you only lose a hundred percent of the time. Like the truth and reality is that's part of God. That's just part of our vibrational isness. So that's all I've got for you today. I just wanted to share. Um, I, I urge you to, to dive into the practice and concept of equanimity and radical acceptance and think about what that means to you and where that could really benefit your life. What situations are you facing? that you could possibly ease your suffering and hurt a bit a bit less and have a little more peace if you could let something be what it is and remove your attachment to wanting it to be something else so if uh if you're enjoying this podcast I'm enjoying this podcast I love doing this every week I never know what I'm going to talk to you about until I do and um, I hope you're enjoying it. If you are and you are listening on Apple or iTunes or Spotify or YouTube, please take time to rate, review, follow, subscribe. 
If you really enjoy it, some of you already do this, please feel free to share this. The more people, you know, that this reaches, the better. You know, it's just sharing a message of love. And we never know who needs to hear it or what they're going through. So please share. I thank you guys so much for listening and for showing up every week. For those of you that are new, um, we are here. We talk about recovery from life. There are different sobriety recovery topics. There are different modalities that are discussed. But it's all based on my experience and things I've learned and am learning currently. So if you ever um, have a topic that you would like discussed or need some guidance on something, please feel free to reach out to me on Facebook. There is the Sober Bartender Facebook group, or you can just uh, message me, Brandy Kelly, on Facebook or on Instagram at the Sober Bartender Podcast. And then also on YouTube, The Sober Bartender. I thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you next Wednesday. Take care, guys.